Welcome to the National 5 RMPS podcast here at Stuart's Melville College. With me, Mrs Crichton. Me, Mr Chalmers. And me, Mr Rylands. It's great to be back here to explore the mandatory content in National 5 Judaism. And it's a big one, the Exodus. And of course, the Festival of Passage, or Passover, which commemorates the Exodus. Isn't the Exodus just a book in the Torah, one of the five books of Moses? It is, but in this instance, we're actually talking about the Hebrews' liberation from slavery in Egypt and the passing over of the forces of destruction. Although the story starts with the birth of Moses, um, we're more interested in the moment that God visits Moses in the form of a burning bush, commanding him to go to the Pharaoh in Egypt and demand freedom for the Hebrews. But the Pharaoh refused which turned out to be a big mistake. Yeah, and as a result, God sent ten plagues to Egypt, sending Moses to warn him of each one. The Pharaoh continued to refuse, though, even when Moses warned him that the spirit of death would bring about the death of all the firstborns. This was the point the Hebrews painted lamb's blood above their doors, having been promised death would then pass over. Hence the name of the festival. Yes, So, it was at this point the Pharaoh gave in and allowed the Hebrews to go, which they did, at speed. But the Pharaoh changed his mind and sent his army to give chase. Trapped by the edge of the Red Sea, it was at this point God told Moses to raise his walking stick and hold it across the sea, so the sea would split and the people could cross on dry land. But, as they crossed, Moses held out his hand again and closed the sea behind them, sending all of the Egyptian army to a watery death. God then led the Jewish people back to the land of Canaan, providing food, known as manna, in the desert, and even giving them the Ten Commandments, forming a new covenant with them. The Exodus is important because it was a monumental event in Jewish history. Firstly, it led to a transformation of their ethical system. The Ten Commandments opened with, I am the Lord your God who took you out of the land of Egypt. This shows that the Jews' loyalty should always be to God. But it also continued to bring about many rules that brought justice to the weak and poor. And these rules have been adopted by a huge part of the world today. The Exodus could also be viewed as important because it tells Jews of God's faithfulness and redemption. He freed the Jews from slavery and led them to a new way of life. These beliefs, that freedom is possible through God, remain important for Jews today. And this is really where Pesach comes in. Although there are services in the synagogue, most important part of Pesach is taking place in the home. Before Pesach begins, the house is thoroughly cleaned to make sure that there is no leavened bread in the house. What's leavened bread? Leavened bread means bread with yeast in it. When the Jews left Egypt, they had to pack so quickly that they took no yeast. So during Pesach, Jews only eat unleavened bread, known as matzah. On the eve of the Passover, Jews go to the synagogue and return home for the Passover meal, a special meal called the Seder. Seder means order, and the ceremonies are arranged in a specific order. Special plates and cutlery are used, which are kept exclusively for Passover. This meal starts, though, with the blessing of red wine or red grape juice. Four glasses of wine are drunk to remind Jews of God's four promises that form the covenant with Moses. During the meal, the Haggadah is read, a 14-step story of Jewish experience in Egypt and of the Exodus. As the story of each of the ten plagues is read out, a drop of wine is spilt 
to remind Jews that their liberation was tinged with sadness at the suffering of the Egyptians. But the Haggadah does also contain songs, blessings, psalms, and of course, four questions. Ah, like the song Dayanu that's always blasting from your classroom. Yeah, Dayanu. That one particularly focuses on gratitude for the Exodus, but also Shabbat and the Torah. Um, right, then it's usually the youngest person that will present and ask the questions to the father will respond? Yes, it's really a Socratic approach. The paradox of this is that these four questions should be asked spontaneously, but celebrations cannot happen unless they are asked. So children are actually central to Passover proceedings and, of course, symbolise the continuity of the Jewish people. Customs are designed to hold their attention. There's the hunt for the afikomen, where a piece of matzah is hidden, which children have to find, and a ransom is held um, until a reward is given. Each of the components of the Seder meal is also symbolic. The food is eaten in ritual order and its meaning and symbolism is discussed. The Seder plate has seven items, all of which have a symbolic meaning. Okay, so can we focus on a few key ones? There's three loaves of matzah, so they feel a sense of solidarity with their ancestors. Then there's salt water, to remember the tears of the slaves and the water of the Red Sea. And karpas, a vegetable that's dipped into the salt water to remind them of the hyssop that was dipped in the blood of the sacrifice before being painted on the doors. Harasat, which is a mixture of almonds, apples, cinnamon and wine, which aside from being delicious, represents the mud that, they had, um, that the Hebrews had to use to make bricks when they were slaves. The bitter herbs represent the bitterness of slavery, but the green reminds them that after the tears came the freedom of escape. Finally, a fifth cup of wine is poured that stands undrunk on the table. This is for the prophet Elijah, who will come just before the Messiah. And the door will be left slightly ajar for the same reason. The concluding words of the Haggadah look forward to this. Next year in Jerusalem. Perhaps a nod to belief in the Messianic age. So what's the point of the Exodus today? It seems to be totally focused on the past. Actually, I think I would be prepared to argue that the Exodus is entirely relevant to life today and really continues to bring a lot of hope. I agree. Whilst the Exodus does remind Jews of how their ancestors escaped from Egypt, there are still Jews living in poor conditions, and this could give them hope that they too could escape. Yes, and Pesach, in the retelling of the Exodus, allows Jews to keep that hope alive, remembering that God is the one who will rescue them. It's also worth remembering that the Exodus led to the covenant that God made with Moses. This covenant is unbreakable, and it's important to understand how it came to be. Finally, it's also a reminder that God freed the Jews from slavery in order to lead them back to the Promised Land. Currently, Israel is in conflict, but the Exodus may remind Jews that God led them there for a reason. It's also a chance to reflect on things in today's world that we might be enslaved to. For example, the pursuit of wealth, or we could be addicted to a particular video game. This story reminds us that with God's help, we are able to escape. And it's also a chance to reflect on those who are also enslaved today. There's systemic racism, child slavery, human trafficking. There's also huge inequality throughout the world. This story reminds us not to be too comfortable, that whilst we may be free, we still have a duty to help others. And on that note, 
We bid you shalom. Shalom. shalom.